Hello and welcome to another episode of How Do You Do? I'm Samantha Vinicor Meinrath. And I'm Yael Harudi. And we are here like every week to talk about all things Jewy. Yael, how are you? I'm good. We just, just came back from a wedding weekend. Um, yeah, my my one of my best friends got married, and it was amazing. I was a, a bridesmaid. The best. That's so much fun and such an honor. Yeah, it was. For, for one, it is such an honor, but also it was my first, like, actual American wedding. That's actually a really big deal. Did you see, other than that, I'm assuming no one came in jeans, were there any, like, clear differences so for okay funny that you're saying jeans i found myself at the rehearsal dinner um staring at someone who came in jeans thinking to myself wow like i'm really not israeli anymore if i'm staring at someone in jeans and thinking that it's not okay i mean in an american wedding it's like not okay i don't know about a rehearsal dinner that i might be a little bit more Lenient, which isn't an American thing. It's that during COVID, I personally have, you know, embraced casual sweatpants versus upscale sweatpants. So my standards have been just like rock bottom in terms of what is like well-dressed at this stage. Yeah. I mean, I guess for the rehearsal, it was fine. Um, I, of course, wasn't wearing jeans for the rehearsal dinner, but also I was in the wedding. (laughs) True, true. That's so funny, though. But yeah, I, I, I found myself being an American snob. Look at that. I love it. Embrace, <laughs> be who you are. We all appreciate you and, like, welcome to this part of the tribe or this part of the home team or whatever it is. How about you? How was your how, How's your week going? So far, so good. Just been caught up with work um, and puppies and moving and all of the usual. Wait, um, you're I moving think, already? I don't know. I'm still unclear. I think that's been, like, the theme of all of this, that every time I think we're, like, ready to go, um, I learn about an unknown piece of paperwork that somehow still needs to happen. So we're supposed to close on the new house sometime in the next week or so and then have to paint and then we can officially move in. Um, And by we, I mean Nala and Pebbles and I because Noam, since he's been doing, like, this hour and a half each way commute, is ready to like go sleep on an air mattress on the floor of an empty house Mm -hmm. and would be totally fine doing so i think that's also the kibbutznik within that he's just like yeah absolutely and i have said i'm not showing up until there's like furniture wi-fi again you know paint fumes are gone just the, the little things as you know my own snobbiness comes through how how close is it to his new job less than a mile like it's gonna be such a game changer for him from what he has been going through because I just have to give a shout out he has like with very few complaints I wouldn't say none but very few complaints he's been waking up every day before 5 a.m because the commute like he doesn't have to be at school till like 8 but because traffic piles up so quickly he's been getting there in order to get there at like 7 so that way he doesn't have to you know worry about being late and has been doing this like hour and a half drive each way um, during rush hour and yeah he's really taken one for the team during this in-between stage so I completely understand that he's ready to be done with that whereas I'm like "Eh, it'll happen when it happens oh my god I yeah I don't miss um living in a big city (laughs) yeah I could never do that (laughs) 
it's uh, it's a thing. So very proud of him. Excited for this, you know, that part of his life to be over. But I have become, um, I've become my like adolescent self on some levels. That I love living at home with my parents. I'm like, I think I might just stay. Like, it's fine. <laughs> um, so good luck to them with that because I don't know how easily they're going to get rid of me. Um, how is your commute going to be from the new house? Not bad. So three days a week, we're still going to be remote. So then it'll be, you know, back to my, as I said earlier, my at oneness with my sweatpants and athleisure and I, um, and then the other two days, it's going to be the train into the city. I haven't done it yet. Like from that side of town, cause, um, you know, it's a different train line than from long Island, but I'm sure it'll be great. And, um, I was like, that's, I feel like a perfect combo because three days a week, again, puppies, athleisure, um, just all the goods, you know, at home perks. And then two days a week, I'm actually super excited to put on non-elastic clothing and eat lunch and like wear shoes that are not slippers. So I'm excited to like rejoin the land of, I don't know, the living in some way. Um, for at least a couple days a week and I'll report back in January as to how that goes. <laughs> oh, you haven't started that yet? We haven't been going. We've gone in like once every other week, but officially in the new year is when like two days a week, every week, like kind of a semi-return to normalcy. Oh. Um, Omicron oh. permitting and all that stuff. <laughs> Got it. Okay, well, that's um, awesome. Yeah, so stuff to look forward to. But speaking of things that I am super excited about us looking forward to uh, or looking back on or just looking at, today is our 36th episode, our double high. Yay! So first, (laughs) thank you to our listeners who have been hanging out with us for 36 episodes. And thanks to you for being my amazing co-host for 36 episodes. Thank Um, you for you. And beyond. Um, And so we wanted this particular episode to be kind of a little bit similar to our high, our 18th episode, Um, a little bit of an eclectic hodgepodge of things bringing us life, wisdom that we're able to share to hopefully enhance all of your lives. And because 36 seemed like a big number, we are basically going to share 18 different things, pieces of wisdom, pieces of joy. Um, and then we're just going to bring enough enthusiasm to essentially double that. So I think that you know makes mathematical sense, right? Wait, how are we bringing eighteen? Well, because if you do three for each of the categories and I do three for each of the categories, and the math skill that I don't actually have led me to believe that it added to eighteen. Oh, I missed one. <laughs> Okay, peek behind the curtain, listeners. I'm like, wait, what? I, you know, there are many things that I cannot do, but I thought I could add to 18. Oh, and now no. I'm questioning, like, my most basic skill level. So that's no, fine. Identity fine. crisis on the pod. No, no, it's me. Um, okay. <laughs> You're good. I missed, okay, the, cool. I missed the last one, so I think I can wing it. Amazing. We're going to hear you, Wing it. But luckily, we don't get to that for a while. So, listeners, we are going to dive in. First up is each of us are going to share three different pieces of life advice, which three and three will add to six to keep our running count going. 
So our first three are things of life advice, pieces of advice. Um, yeah, do you want to start? Um, sure. <laughs> Since I missed the last ones. No I'm kidding. All good. All good. We're just powering through. Um, so I wrote down, do things that make you happy. You don't have to go out if you don't feel like it. It's okay to not do all the plans and focus on yourself because I feel like sometimes we feel pressure from the outside and if people tell you, like people ask you out and whatever and you just don't feel like it, don't go. Nothing will happen. <laughs> I love that. Um, what's actually really funny is my first piece feels like a companion but also a contradiction oh, I love to this. that. Okay. Um, so my first thing was invite people. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know what that says about the two of us and where we're at, but I, you know, moving to a new place, especially, um, and have being someone who has moved several different times, more times than I feel like, uh, is natural. Um, I think there's something really brave about being the person who invites and who almost invites shamelessly. We know right now that there is a like loneliness epidemic, and I've had people say to me, wow, like you're so brave to just invite people or to ask people to hang out with you, like you put yourself out there, and I feel like people want to say yes. Again, feel free to say no, but for a lot of people who are seeking connection, who are seeking like relationship, they don't necessarily feel confident making the ask or knowing how to make those first moves but um if you're someone who is seeking it like just be bold don't be afraid and put yourself out there and uh inviting people usually unless they've just listened to yell's advice advice and are in a space <laughs> of like just just say no people do like to say yes and to feel included and feel free to put yourself out there I'll explain. I'm usually in the space where I don't say no. I go to everything. So every yeah. once in a while, when I don't feel like it, I just don't. And it's I a game it. changer. But also, if you hadn't invited me to Shabbat dinner after we first met, exactly. you and I would have never been here today. Exactly. So you're welcome if you had to say <laughs> yes. I mean, it just, it all works. Um, because I was like starting that conversation about when we finally get to the new house I was like I'm just gonna invite all these different like kind of completely random people um for Shabbat dinners as long as we still can you know safely and I'm just and someone had said um wow like I could never invite someone over and I was just like I'm so glad that I can and I want to pass that along I think you're amazing and, and yes I agree with you 100% <laughs> and if you invited me I would never say no I'm honored you can come to New York anytime <laughs> I love you. <laughs> What's next? Um, try to take time to react if possible. So sometimes our first reaction is not the one we, we like should or want to put out there. Um, and I think taking time, if someone says something and it may be offensive, hurtful, or even if you're like extremely excited to react to it, like something good, Sometimes it's better to take two seconds just to think about what you're about to say, and maybe it's not the right timing to react at this point. I need to hear that. Like, I, I feel like I need to have that, like, on a post-it note and just, like, put it somewhere that I'll see it every day because I am so a react-in-the-moment person. And then, like, in the shower, I'm like, this is what would have made that better, what would have made that different, what I could have done. 
and I feel like taking that one second would save me so many shower thoughts yeah I've been Um, I've been telling myself a lot like lately I've been really working on not reacting right away like if someone says something I take two seconds to think and I think about if I put that reaction out there what would happen except from me getting it off my chest how is it going to help so I find myself silent a lot lately which is very surprising (laughs) I'm very impressed no that takes a lot of self-control because yeah I feel like there's a lot of just instinct and then to breathe in and like not just necessarily follow the first thing that pops into your head like yes go good on that how about you what's your next life advice um okay so my next one is be specific whether it's with compliments you're giving or um gifts that you're giving I feel like personalizing and being specific is what people really crave like when you walk into someone's home and are just like oh your house is nice thank you we know that we've all been programmed to say that but I so appreciate a quirky specific compliment that I know is meant just for me such as when someone said like wow this like your hand soap flavor is wonderful and I was like you wouldn't just say that if you didn't mean it that means it's really real same thing with like gifts that you know when there's again like a housewarming thing that I know this isn't just like what you give to everyone but you thought about me yeah um I appreciate that and I really strive again not to just be like oh you again you look nice even though of course like you do um or your house is nice but something so specific that you know that it's just meant for you and is not a generic so being specific not generic in um whatever format I feel like really shows that it's authentic I agree Michelle came to my house after we first bought it and she got me like a, a gift with a bunch of things and then one of them was so specific to me it was an olive bowl <laughs> bowl That's for olives lovely. and it's like I love olives and and it was so specific and here I, it's like one of the only gifts that I remember getting right exactly and you know who it's from and you knew it was just for you I agree with you also if someone does not compliment on your um, lobster pillows Oh, my lobster pillow. I don't even know where they are. They're in storage somewhere. Like You will find them. will all come into place. I will. I, I'm so excited to, like, remember what I own. I said this to Noah the other day because we put so much stuff into storage, but we also, like, sold a bunch of stuff on, like, Facebook Marketplace before we left. And I think I repressed, like what went into storage versus what didn't so I was asking him I was like do you know if I sold our coffee table or if like we're gonna unpack it and he was just like how would I have known that remember he left like a month before I did so I genuinely don't remember what I own anymore so I feel like the whole unpacking is just gonna be a scavenger hunt I mean whatever you did will be a good a good reason to buy new stuff so that's fun that's also very exciting um and thanks to like supply chain apparently couches are a really hot commodity right now so uh stay tuned (laughs) i'm sure i'll have a lot to comment on that all right what's your third advice um (laughs) so this is funny because it has to do with giving advice so if someone is giving you advice listen you don't have to take it but it's free to listen people always give advice from experience um 
Good, that came out really weird. People always give advice from experience. Thank you. English is very hard in the morning. Um, yes, I get it. So you just never know what you what you'll learn when you're listening. So I try to see every situation from the other person's eyes. It makes a difference. Like we can we can be sometimes too quick to judge, especially when someone is giving us advice. It's like, oh, I bet she knows. But I mean, it's also okay to give the benefit of the doubt. That person has been through something and that's the reason they're saying it. It may not be your experience, but it was their experience. So you may actually learn something or be able to avoid something by listening. I love that. <laughs> oh, I feel like that really sees the best in everyone, so I appreciate that. I feel like my third one relates to your first one awesome. in the sense um, that I had written, don't apologize for your needs or your choices. Yes. I think that uh, you know, there's a lot of just like societal expectations and perhaps internal expectations where for whatever reason there's you know a standard that you want to be meeting whether or not you are and I think to be able to name your own needs and not apologize for them and to um, not necessarily you know need to justify your choices but to just own them for yourself um, it's always great to again like you said listen to others and to you know if you want to provide context or explanation I'm sure people appreciate it um, but I think there's a strength so just owning this is who I am this is what I'm doing and everyone else will get on board yes oh my god okay I love that I really love that we need to and highlight it's that I need to hear by the way more so than I'm qualified to give because definitely still working on that so we're all <laughs> alright our next category is we're each going to share three pieces of wisdom which once we do that will bring us up to a count of 12 things so far just saying okay so when I was thinking about like the difference between the two, like the first two things that we were talking about, like life advice and wisdom, I was thinking, it was okay, wisdom should really come from things that you've learned, but also like life advice is the same. <laughs> true, true. But I mean, I tried, so bear with me. I love it, I'm excited already. Okay, so my first one is, it's never too late to stop a relationship with someone who isn't making no. you happy. Um. I always check the people around me. So like toxic relationships, um, they can be with either friends or family also. And I've always made sure to have good people around me. Um, never when choosing to stop a relationship with someone has it been a bad influence on my life. Like it's, I've, I've haven't stopped a lot of relationships, but I mean, a few, the, the really few that I have stopped, it's always been a good thing, I, uh, but it, it's always been also a very hard choice. And there are some toxic people or just toxic relationships. Sometimes we just don't collide with someone and that's fine. Yeah. And we need to know when to stop it because it's never doing good for us, so. Um, I, I appreciate like you noting the difference between like, it's never been a bad thing, but it doesn't make it an easy thing. I think no. that's super important because I, like, I think in moments where if someone's debating that if there's the question of like but this is gonna hurt yes that it, that is true it's but going it to hurt make it bad exactly it's going to hurt it's going to be hard the first few days weeks months you know th that's a person that has been part of our lives and obviously trying to like stop that relationship means it was a big part of our lives if it if it has that much influence so I think it's never it's never easy <laughs> but sometimes it's a choice that we have to make. 
I love that. Yes. Good, good wisdoming. <laughs> um, my first one is trying things that don't come naturally to you can often be the most rewarding. And I think oh, I've talked about I love that. this on the podcast before that it took me to until I would say like early to mid twenties to be in a space where like I was able to truly enjoy something that I objectively was not good at or did not come naturally to me. I think growing up, um, especially like, you know, as someone who craves like praise and validation, I don't think that makes me, you know, an outlier. I think a lot of us, you know, we want to just be good at stuff and things that I was naturally good at became things that I liked and things that I liked, you know, and things that I had to try harder at, I decided I didn't like as much. And it took me until like really later on to be in a space where I could try something and appreciate the process um, as opposed to, you know, being able to say, oh, not good at this, not, not for me, don't like it. Um, so I think going through that process of trying and owning the process and the progress um, definitely not the easy route and there's no shame in trying to sometimes take the easy route um, but can be the most rewarding when it comes to just like growth I love it yes. I love so it hard, and that's, wisdom. that's so 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 true yes and yes I think um, that's also something that I've learned like in my later later years yeah it takes a little while I've always been so impressed like I remember being impressed slash a little bit like incredulous towards people who were like yeah I'm not good at this but I love it and I was just like what I love being good at stuff what are you talking about <laughs> I think like um, until my 20 like until after my 20 like into my 30s I was always afraid of like what people think and like now I just don't care <laughs> yeah no there's something very liberating at getting to this place of like it's fine I don't care um, you don't care what I think of you so why would I care <laughs> And that's also what's interesting as like, yeah, as time goes on, I've become very aware of how few people like there are follow ups with in life. So like I remember, especially as like a teenager, you know, being embarrassed at like the grocery store. And now it's just like I could literally go to the grocery store in my pajamas and not care. <laughs> exactly. Again, I, I think that's been the theme of this episode. I have forgotten how to wear clothes. Like we'll see what happens <laughs> when I have to start going to work. Okay, love that. Um, so my next one is be patient with yourself when you're going through hard times. So, uh, you know, every bad period comes to an end and it's hard to see the light sometimes, but it's there. So just be patient with yourself, listen to yourself, do things for you and the, the, the good days will come. I love that. I think <laughs> it's so important to remember that when like you know when you're in that tunnel and it feels like this is just this is the reality this is forever um I think having that patience and like that I don't know, just like grace with yourself to know that like this isn't necessarily a forever thing so important yeah this this past year was a really really tough time for me and it was extremely hard to see the light but you know it came <laughs> it came yes and I think it's also like it's a cycle that you know came you know hopefully stays and stays forever but like the lessons learned like I, that's what I've been trying to go back to that I'm like oh right 
the stress or like the emotion that I'm feeling right now, you know, I have felt this every single time I've moved. So like, I do know intellectually that it'll go away. Uh, but still, of course, like in the moment, much easier said than done. <laughs> exactly. Um, What's your okay, answer? My, yeah. my second piece is run your own life race. Um, wherever you are in life and like whatever you are running towards or, or are, you know, existing happily within um, is correct for you. And I think it's really challenging, especially when you're in like multi-generational spaces and there are expectations of what's, and I'm using air quotes for those who cannot see me, supposed to have happened by a certain time or place or what you're supposed to be working towards or what your goal is supposed to be. Um, That all sucks. And to be in a space where whatever your, you know, goal or your vision or your mission is to run your own race and not to be worried about other people's or societal standards of what the appropriate time frame for each part of your dream is or even what that dream should be. Love it. I love it. Yeah, it's really hard to not compare yourself to other people, but like you're running your own race and they're running their own race and it's a different life. I think it's so important. And I mean, I especially like I also I don't know if this is a thing that you or anyone else experiences. I somehow became convinced that every single person who I'm like close to is the same age as me. There's no reason that I feel this way other than like, I guess, you know, in school, your friends are like in your grade. Uh, and I remember like freaking out at like, the, I think Noam and I were still engaged of like, why are we so behind all of our friends? And we were in a space where it was like, Samantha, our best friends are like 10 years older than us. That <laughs> it's okay that like, they are in a different financial place they are in a different like family planning you know space like all these different things like we weren't even married yet it was just like I don't understand how we're so far behind people and I really had to take a moment both and again even if they had been the same age we didn't have to be in the same space but I genuinely forgot that like not everyone was you know at that point the same number of years out of college as I was and it it was a thing that's all I can say (laughs) Nice. I love it. Um, All right. What's your third wisdom? Okay. My third wisdom is don't be afraid to show your feelings. So the right person, whether it's a friend or a partner, would accept you and your love just as you are. So I remember, you know, in a few times in my life, like whether it was with a partner or with friends, I would be like afraid to do things or to do extra stuff or to do what I actually wanted to do. Um for them just so like I won't be you know frightening anybody and then the right person would accept you as you are like if you want to show like shower them with love the right person would love that (laughs) especially when you're someone who can bake to show your love (laughs) just saying (laughs) yeah apparently so I found out this weekend that I completely ruined Dan um, so he was like eating, eating like the desserts at the wedding and, and telling me, like looking at me and saying, it's not as good as yours. <laughs> Hell yeah. I'm sure the desserts were fine, but absolutely like not even, as good. He couldn't finish it. It was like, he, oh, he said, I couldn't, see. I can't finish it. It's not, it's just not. <laughs> oh, see, I like, 
you know, there's a time for like the unique wonderfulness of Yaya's desserts, but then there's also a time where I'm just like, great, like M and M's out of the bag. Also, like I, I don't have such standards, like Dan. What well, I don't have such standards. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Oh, my God. That makes my day. And that was funny. So the right person will accept your love, love, love everything that you give them. That's what that's what I think. How about you? Oh, yes. Um, my last one was take as many opportunities to celebrate and to celebrate on your own terms as you can. Like whatever the small wins, the small victories, the things that just like bring you joy. And that's what we're going to actually pivot into talking about next um, I feel like just there's no reason to ever limit ourselves on things like happiness. And when there are people not like naming names who find joy in finding the perfect like pen to write with, it's me, guys. It's fine. Um, <laughs> don't limit that joy and like turn as many opportunities into a reason to celebrate or to be excited as you can. That's awesome. Um, for our last one, even though I, you know, I messed up this assignment, um, but the last one is things that make us happy. So I think that because it's not like wisdom or advice, we can just name three things, each yes. one, and go from there. So um, how about you start? Okay. So I went for like really specific things. First one other people's holiday cards have just been bringing me so many smiles lately there are amazing people in my life who all like have either really whimsical children or pets mm -hmm. apparently um who have just been sending their holiday cards christmas cards hanukkah cards lately and um it's adorable and i am just deeply in love with seeing everyone smiles what okay that's one what's the next Oh, I have to do all three? Sorry, yeah, just name three. Oh, okay. I didn't know it was three at once. Okay, I'm on it. Uh, number two, um, I've been really embracing mindlessness when I, like, turn off at the end of the workday. Love and it. And binge watched the new season of Selling Sunset. And despite all the people who are judgy because I'm, like, doing so many serious things the rest of the day, embracing mindlessness and seeing this, like, real estate porn and these just, like, unnatural people and places, yes. And then the third one on the more serious note was I've really, I think, been starting to hit the stride just over two months into my new job. And I'm so excited and reinvigorated and just happy from the intelligent people and conversations that I now get paid to hang out with. That is awesome. Okay, um, I'll go quick. So the three things that bring me joy or make me happy are... Um, my mom, because she has been there. For, I love your mom. I mean, oh, and like honestly, but lately she's really been here for me, um, like one hundred percent supportive. Um, my work, <laughs> I can say it's been a roller coaster <laughs> this past year. Um, there were times that I was uh, rethinking my choices. <laughs> fair, fair. <laughs> it's been a hard year. Opening a business is not easy. Um, so my 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 work definitely bringing me joy. And Dan, I have zero. I can't even. I can't oh. even. <laughs> He's just amazing. Dan brings me joy too, and your mom, and your work. Yeah. Uh, so part of all this. Well, so that brought us to eighteen things, and I think we did bring enough joy and enthusiasm that we can double 
the impact and we are basically at 36 so thank you listeners for embracing our double high episode and how about Um, you how about you all this week um think about things that make you happy because that's important and if you can come up with 18 yeah and if you can come up with 18 of them that's even better for real though Um, (laughs) and send them to us please keep uh keep in touch with us and keep connecting with us so that way we can get to whatever 36 times two is and i can't really do that right now (laughs) um but in the meantime wherever you are listening subscribe rate review leave us five stars tell us your thoughts you can email us at how do you do pod at gmail.com or follow us on instagram at how do you do pod yes and until next time happy doing